BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, this is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and we are here in the press tent backstage area at Heavy Montreal with the guys in Venom, Inc., Jeff, Tony, and Tony back together with Venom Inc. Guys, great, great set yesterday. You were a, a latecomer to the, the Heavy Montreal lineup. How did this uh, all come about? Um, uh, uh, it was great to be here. We, we were actually, um, uh, myself and Jeff, we were playing a show for, with Empire of Evil or other project uh, in uh, Venice in Padova, closing a festival there. And uh, we literally got a note to say there was a dropout at Heavy Montreal. They'd like to get you in. Do you guys want to do it? And it was like, yeah, why not? Why not? So it was a case of us. We, we went home quickly. We repacked all our things. We got Abaddon and said, right, we're off to Montreal. And then we got on a plane and via Geneva, <laughs> we got to Montreal, you know. Um, so it was all a bit of a surprise, you know. We didn't have any time to rehearse. We just put together a few bunch of songs we thought might be cool for the fans. Uh, what was nice is there's a, a Venom Legions site, which is like unofficial Venom fans. And some of the guys are based in, in Canada. And they were like, oh, my God, we just heard you're going to be there, but we can't get tickets. So I put them on the guest list. And and they had all access, so it was like just such a great day. You it was know, just a party. It was just a big party, uh, really. You know, it was like meeting friends. You know, we wouldn't may never have had a chance to meet before. You yeah. know, to meet them again, and so uh, it was just one huge party. It's been brilliant. It's been really, really brilliant. Yeah, great organisation, great people, really warm, and uh, you know, it felt like home as soon as we got here. And everybody's been so happy and so pleasant. And good morning, good evening, how are you doing? Uh, you know, I walked, I walked down away from media tent last night, and uh, it was pitch black on the road, and uh, there were shadows walking up and down. And everybody who came past, I could hear them going, "Hi, hey, did you have a good time? Are you enjoying yourself?" It's like, wow, this is so cool, so so cool, and great bands, of course. Cool. Well, uh, you know, there's another version of Ven Venom out there doing their thing. And, uh, you know, you guys uh, have just, in my opinion, just as right as much right to the, the Venom brand and name as, as anybody. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just wondering, I guess we'll start off by saying, how did this all come together? How did Venom Inc. come together? And uh, it's a recent occurrence, right? I mean, just this year, Venom Inc. appeared. And let's talk about how you came back together and how you decided on calling it Venom Inc. Um, it all came together via uh, Oliver Weisenheimer from the Keeper True Festival in Germany. Sure. Old retro, sort of old school festival. And he had booked Empire of Evil to play. And he was in communications with Tony and he had said, you know, you know you're going to do some Venom songs. And so, well, yeah, there's always Venom songs there. And he went, well, 
What about if we got Abaddon over and we did like a separate set from Empire? So Empire does some stuff and then, you know, you three could do some stuff. And as I've said in a couple of interviews before, and I think Abaddon will agree, there was probably like trepidation there. You know, it was like, oh, will this work? Because myself and Abaddon hadn't spoke since 1998. You know, we'd been apart and that was it. He was off doing his thing. We were off doing ours. Um, So we spoke about it and it was agreed to do. There was no time for rehearsals. So we sent a bunch of songs via email. Okay, we agreed on the set list. We went and did it. The reaction was unbelievable. The reaction from the fans, the meet and greet was scheduled for 20 minutes. It went on for over an hour. The queue was all the way to the back of the hall. I'll hold that if you want. (laughs) That helps. Um, Yeah, the queue was to the back of the hall, and we eventually had to be dragged away to actually go and do our set. So, unfortunately, there was people who still didn't get to see us. But then when we went on stage, it was incredible. The, the welcome, the reaction, everything. And then by the time we got off stage, I mean, it was obviously with social media. It was already up on Facebook and YouTube and stuff. And then Tony starts getting messages from our agent in Holland. What the hell happened? You know, I'm getting requests from China, Japan, South America. Can we book the band? Can, Can we, we book the band? Is, is this going to continue? Is it going to be, you know, a viable project with legs? Is it, it going to move forward? We hadn't even thought of that. So we spoke when we got back home and we thought, yeah, fuck it, why not? You know, so we searched long and hard for a name and then we came up with Iron and Steel. You know, for the it's from the diehard song Legion's Iron and Steel. <coughs> Announced that. But then everybody, it wasn't us, promoters and fans were just looking, going, It's Venom. Right. You know, you've got the two co founder members of the band, you've got the guy who was in for three and a half albums. Right. We did Tours recorded. It's a legitimate lineup of Venom, and you know the other guy who's out there as Venom at the moment. He's there by the grace of me saying yes. You can use the name when I was in a bad place in my head with family matters. Um, you know, but we, like I say, he was he was you know he he's attacked us. There's been some vitriolic attacks in the press. You know, and oh, just yeah. just personal attacks, like vindictive stuff, and out and out lies. And the only thing we've got to combat that with, as the founder members of the band, is the truth. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's the truth. He was invited into the band by me. He was given permission to continue using the band name by me. But I also said to him, I would never, I would never recognise a Venom that didn't have at least two original members. Right. Um, we've always said, we've always said, always said out, out of a three-piece band, if there's two members, then that'll legitimise it. And I mean, that's also, you know, whether uh, whether it was um, me and Conrad um, during that period, whether it was Jeff and Conrad during a different period, whether it was me and Jeff during another period, that to me is Venom. And um, to just be one person with two other guys on stage... Um, it's a good band. The band sounds fine. They play all those songs and they, they play them in the right order and they play the songs very well. But it doesn't sound like Venom. It doesn't have that thing. And to, to do that, you need at least two of the band to make it sound right. It's got a specific sound. We don't sound like other, even other, you know, bands from our our genre, from our our era. We don't sound the same. It sounds like us. And yesterday. We had a difficult time on stage with some of the some of the uh, the monitoring and this kind of thing, but when we've come off and listened to it since on social media, it's like, yeah, that sounds right. Right. We were fighting like merry hell with the gear, 
Well, it's the personalities, too, behind the way you play the gear. You know, that, that as the older I've gotten, you can't just replace a guitar player or a drummer or a bass player with another guy and expect it to sound the same, even if he is playing the same notes, you know? Yeah, note, you know, notes and notes, that's one thing. But the, the whole nuance of the sound, that's about the, that's about the people. And like I say, if it's a three-piece band and you take two, you've, you've got a pretty good, a pretty good um, base for putting a band together and calling it Venom. In this case, there are three of us that were legitimately in Venom for 10 years. It's three albums, yeah, but it was 10 years. And that was 10 years that the other guy wasn't in the band. So this is a legitimate band. Now, would you ever consider fighting legally for the name Venom so in, as opposed to Venom Inc.? Is that something that you're interested in doing? I, I don't know. I mean, people, people know who we are now. Right. I mean, we've, we did Keep It True. We've, we've done China. We've done Japan. Been here and then... Come September, we've got 28 shows throughout Europe, and then we go to North America, back into South America, and then we've just been told that there's so many South American dates that they want us back in January, and then we go to Malaysia, Singapore, Bangkok, Osaka, Tokyo again in February. So, you know, it's out there now. People know who he is. People know who we are. It's, I think it's down to the fans to make their choice. I'm, it's, it's whatever for me. I'm, I'm securing who, who I am. It's, it, it doesn't matter to me. Um, the fans distinguish between the two. Yeah. You know, they know they know that and this, and, and we're not trying to distract from that. We're this. And, uh, and so there's an association with the name, which is why we said it's incorporated, because that's the association. But we're not trying to be whatever that is. Right. Uh, and, and when we do the new material, we, we, we will record a new album. We won't be looking back to try and recapture that 1981, because you can't chase something like that. What happened to you when you were 16 will never happen again. That's the moment that it happened. And you, you can't do that. And, and it's perfect what you said about you know changing the guitarist. Yeah, he can play the songs, he can play the songs, he can, but can he be ace freely? Well, he can't be ace freely, and he can't be ace freely at that moment when you saw Kiss right. in 1978. He can't, he can't be. So, you know, um, can someone play ace of spades? Yeah, but can he be Lemmy playing ace of spades? No. Of course not. So, it, and I think it's that thing. We're not trying to uh, distract from what he's doing. He, he's his thing and whatever. We're just another entity, and 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 by association, there's a, there's a link to the Venom thing. The fans want to hear. Uh, uh, the idea when you say to the fans um, we'll just play from primeval period and then they go play everything from welcome to hell what, do we go we want, we have fun doing it they, they were there they wrote it um, they were on it um, we could play it but we're not supposed to play it because someone doesn't like us playing it because he wants to play it it's like if the fans want it and we play it and they enjoy it and we enjoy it isn't, isn't that what it's all about it's about the music and the fans and they're the reason we're here Having said that, if he uh, if he did want to go to court over this, and there was a legal argument about it, the um, the name belongs to the two of us, and the logo belongs to the two of us. So, and this was a long time before he was in the band, so he wouldn't have a leg to stand on. It's history now. It's everybody knows about it. Everybody knows where it came from. Everybody knows who it belongs to. He's using it by rote of the fact that he's been using it for the last I don't know how long, ten maybe more years, and that's fine. Carry on, but don't tell me that we can't use it as well. And don't tell me that we can't use the logo as well because it wouldn't have a leg to stand on. We can't go out and do shows. Yeah, we can't, we can't go out and do shows. We can't be known as ourselves. It's That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Right. You know, there was a lot, there was a lot of the, the early material. A lot of the early material was written before he actually joined the band. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, this, 
we, we, we've said, you know, like people in the metal community are very knowledgeable about their when subject, you know, when yeah. things happen. But there's a lot of it which is still under the carpet with regards to Venom. You know, the real reason that I left the band in 1986, nobody knows. I know, he knows, Abaddon knows, Eric Cook knows, the, the old manager, and it was because of a horrible incident in 1985 that occurred at the, the Lorelei Festival. But nobody knows. Why should they know? Right. You know? But, you know, when, we, when, when I personally get attacked in the press, I'm thinking, I've said nothing against you. I've said absolutely nothing. My big argument is what the fuck have I ever done to you to justify that? You know, apart from invite you into the band. And then, albeit because my head was fucking all over the place at the time, then agree, yeah, you can go with the name Venom. Because he asked me, if he had asked Abaddon, can I use the name of Venom? He would have said no straight away. 100%. That would have been it. Wow. Yeah. I want to talk about the new music, but Abaddon, there was, uh, going back to the old stuff, there was a quote from the guy we're talking about, I won't name him, but uh, that uh, he, 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 yeah, he, uh, he recently said that some of the older music hasn't held the test of time all that well. And what do you think about that? How do, how do you view that old stuff that so many of us view as, as, as scripture, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the answer. That's exactly the answer that everybody gives. It's about, it, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful not to me if it's, if, it's, if it's an attack at me or Jeff or whatever. It's ridiculous. It's a, an attack at the people who are buying your stuff, who are paying for T-shirts, who, are, who want this stuff on vinyl again. So, you know, we get another bite of the cherry. It's ridiculous. It's it's it's, a, it's about releasing them. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't mind. He doesn't mind re-releasing those songs. He doesn't mind playing those songs every night. He doesn't mind forcing these two young guys to play those songs. These guys weren't into that. They, that's not their heritage. They were from some some other place. And he's saying, you know, play this song, play that song, play that song. We do it naturally because it's about us. Because it, it was it was what, about when we are. when we were young. That's what we were doing, and it still feel, it makes us feel that way on stage. It, it might be living sort of vicariously through our past. But that's the way we felt. Like yesterday, that's the way I felt when we were rehearsing in a shitty little place in Newcastle and it was pissing down with rain and we were humping all the gear upstairs to rehearse. It sounded like that yesterday. And we used to come out with what ears bleeding and going, fucking hell, headaches and being sick and all this kind of thing. And that's exactly how it felt yesterday. And it's like, whether that's good or bad, that reminds me of being like 19, 20 years of age. And that's brilliant. And if other people lock into that, that's an absolute privilege for us to be able to do that. For him to try and put that down, it's not hurting me. It's just showing everybody who are Venom fans exactly what the guy's about. I think also, also, you cannot go to somewhere that's giving you an award and accept an award for two albums that made such a huge... Uh, you know, yeah, and then put them down, and then say, yeah, they're, and then they're, slag them. They're not really. It's like no, they are. They're iconic, you know, because because they're what they are, and uh, you know, and that's about selling your new material to go. It's better than the old material, you know. Uh, uh, to quote a Lemmy thing, he's going, you know, how many fucking songs we've wrote that I think are better than you know stuff we did on Ace of Spades. It's like I know, I know, and that's probably true. But Ace of Spades was Ace of Spades. Right. Yeah. You'll never be. Able I mean, the, to the, the, that, the award you know? the award that Kronos picked up was an icon award, and it was iconic because of the past. It's not iconic because of his new album. It's not iconic because of his new lineup. It's not iconic because of, of, of any new songs. Right? Well, it's iconic we've done, because because yeah. of the past. Right. Because of now, whether that, that was given to the band or whether it was given to him, 
as an icon as part of that as the front man that's okay it's fine but it's it's about the past it's about celebrating the past and being proud of the past being proud, yeah. the man's a fool it's a legacy and which is why we do uh, the material because it's a legacy it's a huge part of who we all are and I think the next generation if they can experience some of that atmosphere some of that chaos some of that unbridled undigitized passion. just passion yeah. that just happens you know we could rehearse for like seven months and, and meticulise the whole stage set and go on as Iron Maiden and everybody gets exactly what you got last night you'll get this night whether you're in Sao Paulo and then all of a sudden you're flying to Montreal, you get the same thing. Wow. Well, if we do 22 dates, by the, by the end of the first date, the people on the last date have just seen the whole stage set. Well, we like to go, it's, it's, you don't get the same audience, why should you get the same performance? You know, so we just like to happen. Let it just happen. And what we did yesterday won't happen the next time we play. So those people got that moment. That's their moment. It's their moment in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's good stuff. Now, the the whole movement that came out of Scandinavia, you know, in uh, the 90s, uh, black metal is, you know, what it, what it was became known as. Uh, there's certain bands, you know, King Diamond, Bathory, but more than any of, of those bands, Venom, uh, and the, the term black metal a lot of time is pointed to as the, the godfather or, or even the band that gave birth to that whole movement. How do you guys view that whole thing that, that happened I- there in Scandinavia in the early to mid-90s and really is still going on for, for, for you know, it's definitely still going on. Uh, how, how do you guys, as uh, somebody that the press points to as giving birth to that whole movement, how do you view it? it to be perfectly honest, I mean, f- for me, it, it's overwhelming to think that, you know, I wrote a song. We called it black metal. It's actually about playing live. Right. And then we called the album black metal, and then the world explodes. Right. It's like, fucking hell. And I think that, like, 30-something years later, the movement is still going strong. The movement's going strong because they have done to Venom what we exactly did to Judas Priest, Motorhead, Kiss, and Black Sabbath. We want to be heavier than those. We want to be faster than that. We want to have a bigger show than that. So I think, you know, all the other bands that came off off the back of Venom I think we kicked a lot of the doors open to say it's okay to do this you can do it you know we were the we were the spark that set the forest fire Um, but it's exactly what we did we looked at our idols and went right we want to do that but we want to be dirtier and faster and heavier so everybody's looked at the Venom thing and it's just evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved into what it is now which is far far removed from what we we were you know we were basic rock and roll blues licks and you know everything to the max and just go for it um, <clears throat> but I say this every single time I'm proud of it because without evolution you become extinct it's as simple as that so that movement could have lasted or it might have just been the period of that album and then bang it's gone but look how many subgenres and everything's just fed off of yeah. black metal. The other thing it is as well was it was around that period was one of the times when we um, we were doing things like like the logo was this kind of obscure logo that you could barely read. I'd realised today that yeah. compared to some of the black metal and the death metal stuff, it's it's you it know doesn't look extreme, it doesn't look but extreme. But at the time extreme. it was. Yeah. You think about it with this kind of logo, you know, a motorhead logo or old English script that metal bands were using. It was a very extreme sort of thing. It was very difficult to read. And there's also photographs of us. Uh, this is one of me on the back of black metal where you can't see my face. 
and it's on it's a it's on a shot on the back of an album cover and it's all, the only shot of me right. and you can't actually see my face and it's like that's where the ba- the band started doing stuff with the, the hair over the faces where you can't see the band members all that kind of extreme so all that kind of extreme imagery that started at the same time as well so it wasn't just it might have been by happenstance, but it was it was the, the the music, the name of the album, the name of the song, the the imagery, the logo, the whole thing. That's what kind of got this way. Everybody picked up on that. To take it to take it even further back than that, before the, we recorded the first single, we had a singer, a singer called Clive Archer, and he wore what is now known as corpse paint. Yeah. You know, with this there's photographs of him on the net. You know, with his white face and the the blood and all, all that kind of stuff. You know. Um, and there was one of the things that we looked at at that period in time and thought, mm, you know, Alice Cooper, Kiss, it's all been done before, so it was sort of dropped. But look what's happening but, now. But the way he, the way he did it was in a very specific way. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. It was in a very specific way to the way bands do corpse paint now, you know? Yeah. And, it, and he was wearing uh, sort of shackles and all this kind of thing, and it was, it was a very, you know, the whole thing, everything we did kind of gelled and kind of exploded into that area. Um, and like Jeff says, uh, it's, uh, it's 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 like having a baby. You know, you don't want your baby to be the same as you. You want your baby, you want your, your son or your daughter to go on and be a better version of you, a bigger version, a crazier version, a, a more intelligent, whatever you want them to be. You know, and then you can be proud. And it's the same with black metal. We're very proud of that scene. A lot of people say, "Oh well, Venom on black metal. They don't wear corpse paint. They don't come from Norway." It's like, no, but you know, the, I think the bands who know about that and, and the fans who know about that know where it comes from. They know think, it think, comes. It comes from the heart. I think that's the anomaly. I think the thing is, if you think about like the hiding of the faces, the uh, the symbolism. Uh, um, the whole, uh, uh, um, you know, erratic, uh, uh, explosive way that they basically put the fucking finger up to the contemporaries when you don't have to do this, you don't have to fucking do that, you don't have to do this. Three days to do a fucking album, just throw yourself at it. You know, um, inspired people to go, shit, you know, I always wanted to be in a band, but I'm not a great guitarist, but actually, I could be. just play, I could, I could just do that. And so a lot of those things people took and and did something with you know they got even faster and you know and then even faster than that and then even more extreme and you know then Bathory went into the orchestral thing the whole paganism with Christianism in the Nordic thing and that's where black metal became symphonic and grew from there and it's fine you I, I read only just this morning uh, um, someone going you know venom black metal venom or not black metal and there was this whole argument going on it's like well in a way, the reason Venom used the term black metal was because they didn't find they associated with any other heavy metal bands at that time. If Journey's heavy metal, which in England we would go heavy metal's just anything that's rock, not in America or Canada, but there we go. Well, we're not like Toto. We're certainly not like fucking Journey, and we don't really sound like on this. The that, on the day that we said that we were sitting there doing an interview like this in a, in a little room, and the guy said. Um, you don't sound like heavy metal to me. I don't know what you are, but you don't sound like heavy metal. And there was a, co- a, co- a copy of Kerrang! On the, uh, on, the, on the table in front of us, this week's copy of Kerrang! And it had Bon Jovi on the front. We were like, well, if that's fucking heavy metal, then no, we're not. If that's what represents heavy metal, we are definitely 100% not that. And the guy said, well, if you're not heavy metal, what are you? We said, we're black metal, death metal, speed metal. And it was just bullshit that spewed out of three guys who were from a, a, um, an industrial background um, where they were still 
um, people were still mining in the pits and all this kind of thing. And our, our parents and our grandparents come from that background. And we were just vitriolic. We were just spitting this Turgid shit out. Terms, just anger. Turgid terms, terms, yeah, looking like, you know, you know. On the back of the albums, it's even got on the back of the albums there, Power Metal Publishing. Yeah. Right. And now it's got, like, you've got Power Metal bands, you've got Speed Metal bands. It's like, so... It was just, it was just an I think eruption. Yeah, yeah, I think anger. it was yeah. just an eruption. It was, it was a statement which was made to alienate us and to individualise us yeah. from everything else that was going on. If that's heavy metal, then no, we're not heavy metal. But, but it's for, for, for a black metal argument to go venom or black metal because black metal is this it's like well venom venom called themselves black metal what is now a black metal genre then isn't it, black metal it should have had another title but it's, but it's, it? like, but it's like it's like your children turn around saying you know uh, he he hasn't got piercings he's not covered in tattoos so he can't be my dad it's yeah, like I'm still, your, dad, yeah. I'm still your dad right. yeah. you still came from me yeah. and from him I had my nipple done point. And now you've had any, well, I haven't, obviously. You've had any nipples now, done? Well, I was going to have my nipples not done. Not yet. Don't do your nipples. Well, if I don't, don't my nipples, do my nipples, don't do them. Not by myself. No, cause I'm going to have to go in the cheese fountain by myself if you do the nipples. <laughs> oh, you mentioned They're the cheese fountain. They're going to sink. The cheese fountain. Uh, anyways, yeah. Guys, uh, we're going to wrap things up. But before we do, of course, I have to ask you about new music. Uh, is there anything in the works? What's, what's currently going on with uh, writing, recording? Um... I mean, there's, there's a new Empire of Evil album just about finished. We've got to get the vocals finished off. Um, there's demos and there's songs at writing stage and uh, 101 riffs on hard drives for the, for the Venom Inc. Iron and Steel thing. Um, so, yes, there's going to be new music. It's definitely going to happen. There's no doubt about that. It's going to be finding the time because at the moment we have always, we've just morphed into this touring band. You know, we've got by the end of this year, I think we'll have done in ex as Venom Inc. We'll have done in excess of sixty shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, and that's, that's just coming from Empire, yeah. That's not counting show, Empire. Yeah. I mean, when we get back, we're off to Italy for Empire. Then we hit London with Empire. Then we go back to Italy with Empire, yeah, and we then we're straight. Then we rehearse. That's it. We're away. That's yeah. through till Christmas. You know. So, but yeah, I mean, every moment, certainly every moment that I get, you know, I'm plugged into the computer. I'm you know, ideas are flowing. You know, they're absolutely flowing. But I think what you can expect is just a good, fucking heavy rock and roll record. Honest, honest, honest. honesty. Not, that's it. It's just boom. Nope, it's not. Uh, none of it is contrived. None of it was planned. It's just happening, and that's yeah. what the album will be. Just happen, just like it did in the old days. So we're not trying to make it sound like anything, be like anything, fit anything. It's just going to be us. Very good. Thank you. For that. Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate you talking with us here on Talking Metal. And again, great set yesterday at Heavy Montreal. Good luck to you in the future. And when there's new music to promote, please come back and talk to us on Talking Metal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.